just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double track does what the f he wants. Oh, I'm about to go stupid again. She had the roof of the best. I'm about to do it again. I'm going to fuck two of her friends. Just made a flip out of the rock. Fuck the frame, Mula. I jump out of the What's going on, guys? Welcome to the third episode of the New Life Podcast. It is your host, James. And again, Hunter's not here today. Um, but he will be back with us next week. So today we are joined by my close friend, my work colleague over at Omni, Derek. And today he is going to be talking about the five things in his life that he tries to take control over to make himself very successful. So Derek, introduce yourself. Well, hey, first, like James said, my name is Derek. And I do want to take the time just to say... Thanks for inviting me on. Oh, I, I do get that this is a new podcast and people might overlook that. But anytime somebody you know sees value in anything that I'm doing in my life or even wants to hear me talk, uh, that that means a lot to me. Yeah, because it means that I'm doing something right. <laughs> so of course, man. I think I think that's I think that's great. I, I love learning from every single person. Like you can learn something from anyone. Doesn't matter how big or small so no absolutely dude, so I'm, I'm so whether it. this was a podcast that had been around for 10 years or a week i mean i i would, I would treat it the same with the same level of respect so sweet so i, I appreciate, appreciate that, that. um but yeah uh today i mean honestly what i really want to just talk about today is um overcoming adversity and mm-hmm. just changing habits in your day-to-day life yeah um, you know i'll probably stick more towards the fitness side of things sweet uh, for those that don't know i did recently just graduate from the university of, of iowa I, let's go uh, my major is in exercise science so this is stuff okay. that's right up my alley i've mm-hmm. been a big fan of fitness and stuff like that for, yeah for a long time when we've had guys we've had some me and derek before the podcast many days over lunch at work have had some great conversations um about fitness and derek knows a hell of a lot more than me um so definitely definitely take what he's saying seriously here yeah and, and i mean you can come on another time and talk about more things more specific things but i'm yeah i'm gonna be pretty basic um i'm just gonna give some like pretty broad notes on just like how to overcome some things in your life. I see it all the time. People will ask me, you know, how do I change this? How do I lose weight? How do I gain, mm-hmm. gain muscle? How do I become a better endurance athlete? This and that. And yeah. So I'm going to be honest. The, uh, the, what, what it takes to actually change a habit or something like that, anything fitness related or just like anything in life, the concept is really, really simple. There's a few things that need to leave the equation and there's a few things that you need to add and usually what they are they're pretty small simple steps mm-hmm. however you have to do them over a long period of time yep and because of that it's hard mm-hmm. you know it's simple but it's not easy if if that makes sense yeah and uh and i see it a lot and you know in today's society especially with fitness you can look up any magazine or just go online and read any article and there's always, you know, that that quick fix. Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest, I mean, if it if it's something that hasn't already come out mm-hmm. as like a day-to-day, just like a way to change your life, then it's probably not worth reading about. Yeah. Because people know what it takes to be successful. Mm-hmm. Case in close, there's a lot of already successful people in different areas and stuff like that. And a lot of them follow the exact same tips and tools. The hardest part is just sifting through what's true and what's garbage and with fitness 
that's hard. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, you brought up something the other day, which I found was funny because I see this a lot. It's like, if you go online and you see get a rip six pack in six days versus get a rip six pack in a year, you know, most people are going to click on the one in six days, even yeah. though it's complete bullshit. You know, like you said, the other day, if you don't yeah. have a six pack on day one, it's not, you're not going to, you're not going to make it happen. Yeah. But the year one I mean, is more realistic. Like, right? Yeah, exactly what you said. People, somebody would pick a, a magazine cover that says six pack in six days over get your dream body in five years. Yeah. Because what a lot of people don't realize is they would look at five years and say, that's a long amount of time. If you live to be a hundred years old, five years is nothing. And even in the grand scheme of things, five years is not that much time. Yep. You went to school for longer than that, and most people in college go to year for or most people in college go to school for five years. Yeah, that's not that long of a time. Um, and yeah, like I said, if you see a magazine that says six pack abs in six days, you need to have the six pack on day one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's just let's hop into this. Don't want to. Yeah, let's unpack it more than intro so the biggest thing the first key point is you need to figure out where you are in life mm -hmm. so basically you know what do you what do you what do you want to change about your life you need to get a really good grasp of and and stop bullshitting yourself yeah be deliberately honest with you where are you at in life what are your daily habits we'll keep it around fitness but are you exercising you know, what are your exercising habits? What do you know? Where are you currently at? You need to lay a base foundation of mm -hmm. where is this sitting? Yeah. Um, yeah, like current habits, the good things that you're doing in your daily habit that are leading you towards what you want, mm -hmm. and then obviously the bad, you know? Yeah. Am I eating too? Am I eating out too much? Am I drinking too much? Am I doing drugs, smoking, anything yeah. like that? And then you need to evaluate What's your current path? You know, if you kept doing these habits, you can see far enough. You know, just look look at somebody that's doing the same stuff that you are that's older than you. Because if they're doing the same things that you're doing and they're older than you, look at their life because that's where you will be at some point. And that goes with any aspect of life. That's with school. That's with a career. That's mm -hmm. just with life in general. You always want to, if you ever want to find out what you want in life or where you're going to be, mm -hmm. Look at somebody in the exact same situation as you. Yeah, same exact position. The exact yeah. same position, what they do on their day-to-day, -day, just everything. And if you don't want that, then change something. Yeah. And so that's the, the biggest thing, and I always say this, you got to figure out where you are. You know, if you're overweight, you know, I know, and, and this is going to sound, this is going to sound maybe wrong to some people. Because, you know, there's always you want to be super positive about yourself. And yeah. yes, that's awesome. You should love who you are. But in the beginning, you need to tell yourself, I'm overweight. Yeah. Well, dude, part of loving yourself is hating the bad parts, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think if, for example, if you ignore all of that stuff too, you could be ignoring something that's actually really, really bad. And it could make things significantly worse yeah they really could especially if you ignore them exactly and you know i think what people tend to do as well is when they kind of go through this like awakening period where they're like oh fuck i need to get shit done there's yeah. a lot of problems i have in my life they they try to do this like umbrella effect where they fix like all five of them at the same time that is extremely hard guys like most people when they put all those together they they tend to fail mm -hmm. you know you gotta be specific with with what you really believe is the biggest problem 
at the time and focus all your time and energy into that and building that. And then once you kind of conquer that first big problem, the other four will kind of fall into place. Yeah. Um, And I think that's really important because I, I mean, the first question right here is it's just like figure out where you are in life, right? So ask those minor questions, say, you know, what's my priority? What do I need to prioritize right now? How am I gonna get it done? And where am I gonna be afterwards? And I think those are three simple questions you can ask yourself to kind of point you in that right direction. And it's difficult, guys. It's difficult because that's a tough question I ask myself all the time too. And I'm continuing to eliminate those bad aspects of my life out. And it is super difficult because those aspects sometimes are the best things and the most fun things. But they're not the best things for you and, you know, your future in the next 5, 10, 20 years, you know, down the line. Well, and the thing that's hard about it, too, is most usually with step one, the biggest thing that you have to get over is your ego. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things in your life that you don't want to admit. And and I'm the exact same way with this. Like, Mm -hmm. there will be things that I will suppress just because it's something, you know, I don't want to deal with it right now or I think I'm above that when I'm at... In reality, I'm not. Yeah. You know, you never want to be the person that's doing the wrong thing. You never want to be hanging out with the wrong friends. And that can also pull back to family too. Like, are your family members allowing you to get away with stuff like this? It, yeah. it all comes down to ego um, and just being aware. <clears throat> and that, that's why I make that step one is you need to be aware. If you don't know what you're doing and you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, what's the point of doing it? Exactly. You just dig, you're, you're digging a hole. You're digging yourself deeper in and, there. Uh, and so that kind of leads into the second part is from there, from that base structure, discover what you want mm-hmm. and why. Yeah. You know, and not only that, be specific. Mm-hmm. Like be incredibly specific. Yeah. Like set goals for yourself. Like, so for example, for me, when it comes to building muscle, you know, I'll look up physiques that I want to look like. Obviously, I know I can't have the exact physique because of genetics and they're a little bit different than me, but I I know what I want and I know when I want to do it. And then you want to compare that to your current path. You know, I'll say this. When I say discover what you want, like Mm -hmm. find out what you want, it's kind of like working looking at the end and working backwards. Mm-hmm. Some people do this, and this and this is just an analogy that I've used in the past. Some people do this, but how many times when you're picking a vacation, do you just look at a map, close your eyes, press it and say, I'm going there. Yeah. Sometimes people do it for an adventure, but most of the time when you're gonna go on a vacation, you find out, all right, where do I wanna go? What, what, am I, what am I looking to do? Am I wanting to see the beach? Am I wanting to see the mountains? Am I wanting to go to an amusement park? Is there any specific attraction that I'm wanting to do? Mm-hmm. And then you find out where that's at. Yeah. Okay. And then from there, you find out, well, what's close? Like, wh- where would I want to stay that's close by? Yeah. Would I stay in this hotel? Or I want to stay in this. Okay. Now, how far away is that? Can If I want to go to England, I'm not driving. Yeah. I'm not driving from Iowa City, Iowa to England because I you can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you need to take a plane. However, if I'm going to Cedar Rapids, which is 30 minutes away, I'm not flying. Yeah. You know, you need to find okay. out how you're going to get there too. Yep. And then also, when you've got it all said and done, what's my time frame? When can I go? Mm-hmm. It's starting with the end and working back. And that's why I say discover what you want because 
what I see a lot of people doing is life is they're kind of just going and they're like, ah, it's going to figure itself out in the end. Yeah. That's how you end up doing stuff that you never wanted to do Ex- in life. Exactly. And I think that's a big mistake. And, and when I say find a why, I mean, like, for me, a why, like, when I got to college, I was 5'9", was about 135 pounds. You took my shirt off. You saw my entire rib cage. Very thin kid. Yeah. And I'm not saying I am super muscular or jacked by any means. But now I sit at right around 175 pounds. Yeah. No, you're, good, just, you're in good shape. And that's just no been me yeah. just trying to build muscle over the years. But I had to ask myself, like, why do I want to build muscle? Yeah. Well, there was a confidence thing behind it. I wanted to look better because I told myself if I look better, I will be more confident when talking to not just females, but anybody. 100%. I'd be more confident. Yeah. And then there was just, there was all these little things connected to it. But if you just say, I just want to lose weight. Yeah. Why? If you don't have a why and you're not connected to it and there's not some sort of pull there, yeah. when it gets hard, you will give up. I'm 100%. You have to have a deep connection, guys, with, with, the, with the why behind it. Like, for example... Um, when I did my half Ironman back in 2019, the why behind me doing it was so powerful that I knew I could not give up. I knew I couldn't quit. It was the hardest three months of my life training up for it. And then the month of the actual race. And you know, the reason why I did it was because previously up until about my sophomore year of high school, I was a really good athlete. No one really, no one really knew about it. I was an amazing soccer player. Um, I was a really good runner, um, but I really wasn't recognized in high school as this crazy good athlete. And I realized getting out of college that I kind of wanted to prove to myself that I was still, you know, physically in shape, even though I was doing, you know, the the most in high school when uh, <laughs> when it comes to certain areas. And um, and I knew that I wanted to prove to not only myself, but everyone around me that, you know, Smithers' beast is still, still lives inside him and he, can, and he can come out when he wants to. Um, and, that's why, and that's why I'm doing this Ironman again. It's to prove to myself again that I still have this in me. I still have this desire to chase something a little bit bigger than myself. So, no, Derek's completely right. That why is very, very critical because you really have to believe in it. It can't just be... I'm doing this because someone told me to do it. It's like no, you have to you have to do it because you want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And just like one more example, just because because we live in America, mm-hmm. America is has an obesity problem. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are overweight. You know, if you say I want to lose weight, losing weight is hard. Yeah. And it takes a long time. It took you a long time to gain the weight, so it's mm-hmm. going to take you a long time to lose the weight. But especially if you start going on a run again or you start changing eating habits, dude, it's going to be hard. It's going to be mentally taxing. It's going to be physically taxing. And so the second you say, you know, my why is I just want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Well, when it gets really, really hard, you're going to convince yourself that I'm I'm not at a bad weight. You know, like it's, I mean, it's really not that bad. Like I don't have health (laughs) problems yet or like I could keep going like as long as I don't keep gaining weight. Well, here's the thing. If you made it that why, say you're a father mm. and you have a daughter, son, whatever it be. Let's go with daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to lose weight because I want to see my daughter. I want to be at my daughter's wedding. Yeah. I don't want to have had a heart attack and died. And I know that's an extreme example. Yeah. But it's an example. And it's a yeah. true example. Yeah. And people do it all the time. Yeah. 
And so after, like I said, after you find that base layer, figure out where you where you are in life. You want to discover what you want, mm -hmm. and then why. You need to find out the end goal. Otherwise, yeah. you're just kind of floating through life, and that's how you end up with yeah. regret. And you end up in situations that you never wanted to be in. Yeah, and we were talking to um, Luke about this too. Is that you know once you have that why and that and that goal in your mind, um, we talked about in the podcast before. It's about manifesting it, right? You know, yeah. once once you have that goal and you really know what you want to achieve, which is fantastic. You are one step closer to um, getting to that point you want to be at. But you have to, every single day, convince yourself you're going to do it. You have to. You have to make those perceptions of reality. You have your reality. Absolutely. You got to put it out into the universe. And I guarantee you, the universe always conspires with people when they put in the hard work to do it. It's and it's just, it, it's just manifesting, man. And it's just Absolutely. how it works. And I mean, it sounds all, you know, hippie and weird but it is it is one of the truest things um and i, I really stress it i really stress it especially when you understand the why the so. universe rewards people that do not quit yeah 100 there's so many examples of it yeah. everywhere you just have yeah. to look and and, yeah. and ask around but i would moving on the third part yeah is after you find out what you want mm -hmm. after you find out where you're at mm -hmm. and you're trying to bridge that gap you need to understand what it takes yeah and you need to be real for sure. Like you need to be very, very real about it. You need to understand the expectations. What do I mean by that? Time. What's the time frame here? Mm -hmm. Like how how long is this gonna take? You know, is it gonna be six days? Probably not, depending on where you're at. What's the time? Is this gonna cost anything? What's the mental strain gonna be? Mm -hmm. What's the physical aspect gonna be? And not only that, like how long until I plan to see results? Most mm -hmm. people don't know this, but when it comes to like building muscle, mm -hmm. you usually just because, and this is for you because you know, if you look in the mirror, you see yourself every single day, especially when you're showering or stuff like that. Yeah. You won't see uh, results, hypertrophy, like muscle growth results for about eight weeks. Yeah. Once you start a workout program. That's why when I see people all the time, the new year's resolution, get, get in shape, lose eat, eat, weight loss too. Yep. You see, a surplus of people in the gym January 1st. Oh, 100%. And then they it lasts, fade out. And they then it lasts till about by the month. middle of the month mm -hmm. because their expectations weren't on yeah. par with what it actually takes. Yeah. You know, you need to be able to be in it long enough mm -hmm. to reap the benefits, to reap the rewards. And like I said, when you understand the expectations, yeah. you can kind of give yourself that, okay, I know what this takes. Mm -hmm. Do I want to do that? Because here's the thing, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. The algorithm might be simple. Yep. Comparing it back to fitness with weight loss or weight gain, the algorithm is actually really, really, really simple. Yeah. But it's really hard because you have to do it every day. single day. And, and that can cost you money, whether it's changing eating habits. Yeah. You know, just changing the way you go about your day-to-day -day life. Um, but I would, I would probably say time is the biggest one. We live in a society today, and I said this to you yesterday when we were at lunch, we live in a society of microwave results, a microwave, <laughs> yeah. a microwave mentality. People want stuff because of- To get rich quick scheme, right? You know, Get rich, yeah. I mean, it's like, because of technology, mm -hmm. because you know I can Uber eat something, if I don't wanna go to the store, I don't wanna make my own, e 
my own meal. I can Uber eat something and it's at my door yeah. in 30 minutes. And I didn't even have to, I, the only finger I had to lift was my thumb to type yeah. in my address. Literally. Stuff like that. And so people. You don't have to do that. You could just ask Siri, you know? Like, no kidding. Yeah. I mean, people get, there's just such a microwave mentality because yeah. everything we do in our day-to-day life is simplified to be super, super easy. Yeah. But unfortunately, stuff like this doesn't change. And if it was a business thing too, if you got into business, mm-hmm. you started your own traditional business from the bottom to the top. And you said, if I'm not a multi, multi-millionaire in five years, I'm going to probably quit. I'm going to tell you right away. Yeah. Don't start. Yeah. Don't start. Yeah. Because unless, unless you have a fad, yeah, you know, something that's going to pick up right away, take off and then probably crash mm-hmm. after five years, it's not worth it. Things take time. Oh, a hundred percent. I think, I think it's important to stress too. You know, I always preach to people, you know, have unrealistic goals, but if you're going to have unrealistic goals, which I tend to set in my life, you got to understand what it's going to take to achieve those unrealistic goals, right? And you can have you can have just kind of goals that you believe that will be easier to achieve, but again, you got to have the expectation to do it. And I think it's I think it's important to realize too, like Derek was saying, you know, in January everyone's in the gym, everyone's working out, everyone has a goal in mind, and then you get to February and you get to March and how many people are left? You know, it's the ones that really had the expectations lined up. They knew what they had to do. They got it all prepared and they started to create a game plan. And I mean, that's, that is what, you know, it, that is what takes from people that are not going to do it to people that are going to do it. And you have to, you cannot skip that step. And I think that's extremely important. People overestimate what they can actually do yeah. in a few months, but mm-hmm. underestimate what they can do in a year. If 100%. you just took the time, like, I'm not kidding. You need to understand the expectations of anything that you're getting into. It can even be a job. Mm-hmm. It can be a basic job. What are the expectations with these job or with this job? Yeah, what because if they're not start? realistic, you're going to get frustrated. Yep. You're going to get frustrated. And so that, that's probably the third thing. Like understand the time, understand the cost. What is going to be the mental aspect of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, understand the physical aspect. Is this going to weightlifting? Is it going to take a physical toll on my body? Like if I go, if I haven't worked, worked out or if I haven't exercised in two years mm-hmm. and I go to the gym tomorrow and I just bust out a hard workout yeah two days from now probably gonna hurt really really bad that's yeah. you should expect that 100 you should expect that because yeah. people just I've seen it before people be like oh man I'm so sore I can't work out today I didn't expect that this was gonna happen yeah you should have should have yeah. you should have and then from there so step number four get a game plan mm-hmm Get a game plan. Write it out. Mm-hmm. Write it out. If it is not on paper, it will not happen. Yeah, there's a there's a statistic, right? You know, it's like, um, God, it's ninety percent of the time people write down a goal or an idea, they tend to like achieve it. It's something crazy like that. Like it's like it's like if you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna remember. I'm gonna do that. It's like, but write it down because as you're writing it down, you're thinking about it. Now it's on a piece of paper. Now that piece of paper is somewhere on your desk and you might look at it like three or four times a day. There are so many times a day when yeah. I say I'm going to do something and I completely forget about it. <laughs> yeah. Just because I put it in my mind. Yeah. I, and we're all busy people. And, you know? and I don't think I'm lying when I say this. If I write something down, yeah, I'm going to remember because I'm going to see it. So there's a, exactly. there's a 99% chance I'm going to remember. Yep. That's so you get a game plan. 
And and like you said, in that game plan, be specific. Be specific. What are the goals that you want? Mm-hmm. With those goals, you know, for example, if if the goal was I want to be able to bench press a heavy amount of weight. Yeah. Okay. First off, what's a heavy amount of weight? Because for some people that have never gone to the gym before, <laughs> a heavy amount of weight, especially if you're a teenager, could be the barbell. Yeah. Could but for be some a 45 people, but for some people, a heavy amount of weight is 400 pounds. Yep. So be specific. Say, I want to be able to lift this much mm-hmm. by this specific date after training for this much. Yeah. And then take steps to get there yeah do quality research into yeah. what actually works like mm-hmm. really there's so many fat there's so many fads today there's so many this and that everybody believes they found the next big cheat yeah when and when i say do quality research i mean like the, in, the internet is pretty hard to figure out like what is it right is. and what is actually what is we live wrong. in the world of the most information but half the information if not 75 percent of it the most information but the least quality exactly you don't know what's real and what's not so you really have to do your due diligence and, and research the research a lot absolutely of time, you know? absolutely and and i and i was taught this in school mm-hmm. a health and human physiology major yeah we i actually had a class where what we did was we read scientific papers and we dissected the wrong things about them yeah because even scientific articles aren't correct like the yeah. way that they did the study mm-hmm. well that kind of seems pretty fishy yeah. you know that sample size isn't big enough there's, there's a lot of biases in that. You know? there's biases yeah. in it i mean not everything is always as crystal cut yeah. as it seems usually what i say is if you look something up and you see it on only one website be skeptical yeah 100%. if you look something up and you see the same thing written basically the same way on multiple different articles yeah. and not blogs yeah not blogs because those are clearly biased guys and they're in there they're on someone else's body weight you know, absolutely by a trusted brand yeah. something like that even if you've never heard of it if it has a lot of engagement there's a lot of people working on it stuff yeah. like that if you see the same thing over and over and over again there's a pretty high chance it's going to be true or it's just going to be a quality statement yeah so if you're going to do your research you know it's kind of like don't just stop at one source it's kind of why when you're doing a paper teachers always say i want you to have more than one source even as much as i would love to use wikipedia one time yeah i mean it's tough yeah it's tough you just you just got to make sure that what you're being told is is true yeah and you know i really like the aspect of making a game plan because i mean i think a lot of people what they'll do is is you know they'll get to the point of they have the goal in mind you know i want to do i want to lose 30 pounds by the end of february you know it's january 1st they're starting it up and what they don't do is they just start going to the gym and they think that them just maybe walking on the treadmill for 30 minutes and you know skipping rope for five minutes is going to do the job and it's like no you got to have a hardcore set plan and I do this in a different way. I do this with my schedule in the day. I have a written schedule that is pinned to my wall every morning and I follow it. It is, guys, it is literally like a 30 minute schedule for all the hours in the day. And I'm up at five and I'm at to bed at 11. So I have times in the day where I do certain things so when I don't miss it and it's right there in front of me and I check it off and then I move on to the next 30 minutes. And I think, you know, it doesn't have to be that, um, that rigorous, right? 
Um, I just do that for myself because I tend to procrastinate and I tend to mm -hmm. jump onto other shit all the time. And that's one of my worst habits. But writing a plan and having a plan that you're going to follow every time you go to the gym, I think is really key. And dude, guys, you can only be in the gym for an hour. I think, I mean, how long do you go to the gym? I go to the gym for like an hour normally, you sometimes know, an hour and a half. It really depends. But, like obviously, so like for me, I do a lot of just like basic weightlifting yeah. and uh, I, I take my health and my body seriously. So I'll stretch, I'll warm up, but my yeah. actual workout mm usually not more than an hour. I would say my yeah. longest workouts are when I'm working out my legs, a bigger muscle group, therefore yeah. some of the exercises are more strenuous and take more time. But otherwise, like, unless you're trying to become, let's just say like a professional bodybuilder, mm -hmm. fitness doesn't need to take up a long time in order nope. to get results. Not in the slightest. And I think that's key, guys. I mean, like, think about it. All you gotta do is write an hour plan of when you're at the gym. That is so easy. That would take you 10 minutes. If you if you're <clears throat> extremely out of shape, mm -hmm. okay, and you don't do any physical activity at all, you're not eating healthy. If you just went yeah. on say like a 15, 30 minute walk every single day yeah. for a month at a decent pace, yeah, you know you don't have to be sprinting, but you know if you can kind of feel yourself, you know, start to breathe just a little bit heavier, yeah, something like that, you know, you're you're gonna get results, and, yeah. and I cannot underestimate how big those results will be yeah in in a long-term standpoint you might not see changes in your physical health yeah. like you might not see yourself losing weight or something like that those yeah. walks are going to get easier mm -hmm. you know some some people you know if you if you're huffing and puffing walking down this, up and down the stairs you know after yeah. a while you might not be doing that anymore yeah your health will be changing even if on the outside it doesn't look like anything is changing when yep. it comes to health and fitness a little can do a lot goes a long way it, it really can yeah. especially if you're somebody that's starting at absolute ground zero and with the get a game plan start mm -hmm. immediately yeah when you're when you are done putting everything together and you've put a lot of hard work into what you're going to do and you put a lot of mental energy into it you've thought about it you know what it takes you know where you want to go you know where you currently are and the game plan is supposed to tell you how you bridge that gap from where you are to yep. where you want to go start immediately example we're in september mm -hmm. was it september 10th so what you've got about 20 more more than 20 days left in the month yep and then you've got three more months in the year there are a lot of people right now that would see that and say i'll start january 1st yeah, i'll start january 1st yeah there's so many people that wait for the absolute right time yeah and i cannot tell you right times now of any people that have really started something when they started it, like they were like, yep, everything fell online. It was the absolute perfect time yeah, to do it. Right. Had I done it at any other time, it would have absolutely failed. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing to say about that, like, hear me out. Mm -hmm. If you started a program right now and you started working out consistently, you started eating healthier, you know, and these don't have to be huge changes. They can be very, very small changes. It can be cutting back on a snack. Stop eating, you know, this from a specific meal and then go on like a 15 minute run or something like that. But if you started now mm -hmm. and you kept it going, by the time you get to January 1st, it is a habit. Yep. It is a habit. Well, you know, only, you and know, that just kickstarts yeah. the new year. Yeah. And dude, you're completely right. And there's multiple studies done, guys. You could look it up online. It is 30 days of you doing something consistently 
it is that is when your mind forms it into a habit and that's when it becomes extremely easy to keep going it really guys it only takes a month of doing something consistently to form a habit and then they say after 90 days it's a lifestyle Absolutely. and it is something that you will never forget to do every day because it just makes you feel extremely good and I like that thing we were talking about earlier it's like some of you're at ground zero if you're at ground zero Fuck yeah, man. Like, dude, you have <laughs> you have so much to look forward to. Um, you have so much to to do, but just get out there and do it. Like, I mean, a lot of a lot of people they tend to kind of look at scenarios and say, Man, like that looks really tough. I don't know if I can do it. I guarantee you you can do it. I guarantee you. There's Absolutely. not one person on this planet that cannot achieve what they want to achieve. You it's can, just about going out. You can doing. teach yourself mm. almost anything. Oh, 100%. You got you can, how many platforms you, you can have, build right? any single habit yeah. you want. Yeah. Good or bad. Mm-hmm. You you really can. Human beings are very easy or very uh shoot, that was wrong terminology there. We are very able to adapt. Oh, 100%. Very adaptable. And and I and I'll say this the beginning usually is the hardest part. There's going to be struggles along the way. I'm not saying after the beginning it's going to be walking the bar. It's going to be easy. You're going to have those ups and downs mm-hmm. the entire way. Like you said, um, you, you know, there's never going to be a right time. You guys got to jump into it. it. It's, a, it's an Andy Frisella uh, quote that I heard. You know, it's not lonely at the top. It's lonely in the middle. You know, when you start to make a change, mm-hmm. when you are, you know, not hanging out with certain friends, you're not doing this certain night of week. You're not going and getting wings on a week, wings and drinks on a on a weeknight or something like that. When you start to make changes from your daily life, that's when it is the loneliest because you have to kind of reinvent your your day to day habits. And sometimes that means you know not necessarily being around family members, not being around certain friends that are in or helping you like just do these bad habits. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're bad people, you know, it's just for what you're trying to do, they're not a good fit. You know, it's like, it's like that cliche saying a Ferrari has two seats and a minivan has eight or something. (laughs) Yeah. But but I'm not kidding. The beginning is going to be the hardest part because it is so foreign. Yeah. It's so new. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to suck. Yep. You're going to suck. There are a few people. Yeah. Like, for example, you and me do sales right now. Mm-hmm. Which, you, guys, for example, we were talking about earlier, um, sorry to cut you off, but it's just perfect example. Me and Derek jumped into sales jobs not knowing anything about sales. We have been, we have been relatively self-taught other than our um, mentor, Cody, um, who will be on the podcast soon, by the way. Um, we were very new to this and you know and it, and it took us to jump out of our comfort zone and do something completely different and I think that's another thing too is that you gotta we've talked about this before in other podcasts you have to be comfortable with being in uncomfortable situations you almost have to you have to care yeah you have to not care at the same time mm-hmm. and where I was kind of going with like the sales thing is like when you started I'm not gonna lie like from like your first call you just kind you just kind of had it I can't imagine yeah. it was easy, but you had, you just knew, you sounded good on the phone, mm-hmm. you had a good flow, you could like handle objections. My first phone call <laughs> was fucking awful. Like, yeah. And you can, and well, you explain can, it, explain it. You, it, it, so it was just, I didn't know what I was doing. It was yeah. so foreign. I had net, so we do cold calls. 
Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know what a cold call is, it is basically calling a business in the middle of the day when they are not expecting your call. Exactly. And you're just trying to get a conversation out of them. Which is extremely hard to make. And it is hard because one, you have no idea what they're doing. And most of the time, if you caught them in the middle of them doing something, they don't want to talk to you because you, yeah. they're busy. But when I made my first phone call, here's the thing. I was reading off a script. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to read. I sounded like a robot. Yeah. Somebody would give me an objection. I'd just be like, uh, okay. And I'd just hang up the phone. Hey, like, see like, <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. And I got really, really discouraged, like really, really fast because I was like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shit at this. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I really suck at this. Like I thought I had this certain charisma to me yeah. and then the phone gets into my hand and I sound like I've never talked to another human being before in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um. Oh, what? That was probably back in January. And now I'm not great on the phones now. I'm not going to sit here and say, I am the Grant Cardone of cold calls. But I am (laughs) significantly better. Yeah. And I am now able to get to a point where I can get results at work. Yeah. Like I can book demos. We can have clients, stuff like that. And how long did that take? It took you day after day of making cold calls oh. until now you well, are comfortable. I'll, I'll, I'll first start by saying this. Yeah. One thing that did not help, and this is this is a great example. Yeah. When I was working part-time, I would yeah. work one day a week and I would maybe work like an eight-hour day. Yeah. And in that eight-hour day, I would maybe make like 15 to 20 calls because I was petrified talking <laughs> to anybody yeah. and um and so it was actually really really hard because when you're only doing something once a week it's hard to build that flow no it is and then during the summer mm-hmm. back in uh, uh i actually want to say back in like may is when i started working part-time yeah um started working multiple days a week you know coming in more consistently that's that's when things started to change because i was doing things on a more day-to-day regular basis mm-hmm. and things got better but i'm not gonna lie i was awful i was awful in the beginning and i mean i bet a lot of people are not great sales but like yeah. if you would have i mean luke can attest to this sounded like a robot sounded super timid my mm-hmm. voice was fake and you know probably could have put me up there as like one of the worst salesmen in iowa city at that point but it just took time i didn't know what i was doing yeah it was so new to me and now you're landing in deals and now things have changed yep. and it's still a work in progress. Like I said, I'm not perfect. And if this is the best I get, it's kind of sad, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, you, you had a, you had a goal and your goal was to, I remember you telling me months ago, your goal was, Hey, I really want to have deals lined up and I want to make a deal and dude, absolutely. you've done it. You've done that goal. And now you're 10x in the goal that you just had. You know, we talk about the 10X rule in previous podcasts. Once yeah. you hit that first goal, 10X it. Say, I'm going to do, I made $1,000, I'm going to make 10000 Absolutely. You know, so, and I think that's fantastic, man. And, you know, I, I definitely I definitely had an easier time coming into cold calling. I just, I've worked in the restaurant industry since I was 15, so I'm very used to talking to people. And a lot of time when I was younger, guys, Absolutely. I mean, I've always had a baby face my whole entire life. And I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten so many times where I've worked at, you know, um, uppity restaurants where people don't even want to be served by me because I look like a child. I look like a kid. Well, let me, and, um, you know, it's, it's objections is, is difficult for sure. Let um, me ask you this question. When yeah. you first started working in the service industry, yeah. was it easy for you? Nope. Not at so all. So there you go. Exactly. So you, you, you look at your sales calls now, you mm. took that experience that you had in something else yep. that you'd done for a while and that's why you were so good at it 
starting day one, but day one at that position, yeah. it probably wasn't easy. For no you. way, no way. I was I was super scared to go up to people. You know, I was like always I was always told growing up, it's you like you know you don't really you don't really talk to adults about adult things. You know, you kind of <laughs> you kind of you kind of just stay away and like that's you keep on your course. Exactly. So um, yeah. no, that's that's really interesting. I think that goes down to the concept that we've been talking about the whole time. It's like create baby steps for yourself. Um, once you figure out that goal and Absolutely. and work towards it, once you hit that goal, up it again and keep kind of keep kind of upping your standards because if you don't, you know you're gonna you're gonna stay at one point and then you're gonna be like, oh, I'm comfortable here. Don't never yeah. be comfortable. Be Absolutely. uncomfortable and never keep doing that. So absolutely, and I and I agree with that. Um, when you start to see results, and you will at some point. Yeah. If somebody might be super negative, think, oh, this is never gonna work out. I'm never gonna see results. Just keep going. Keep going. Eventually, you will. But what I see a lot of people do is the second they start to get results, the things that they were doing that were uncomfortable to them, mm-hmm. they stop doing it. Yeah. And then they digress. Yep. And the reason is because the thing that you were doing that mm-hmm. made you uncomfortable was the thing that was giving you those results. Exactly. When when things start to go up, when things start to turn the right direction. That's when your foot needs to go on the gas. You should be like, what I'm doing is working. This is the right thing I need to be doing. So why people stop? And I and I've yeah. done this before. Yeah. I've done it before. <laughs> I do it and then I was like, oh, what the I was like, what the hell are you doing? I know. It's just I know, and it is it's common. It happens to me too. I, I will do um I'll do a week of really, really intense training and I'll see, I'll just be like, man, I feel great. I feel like this is going somewhere, and then I'll have like three days of rest. And I'm like, why Why am I resting right now? I definitely could be doing more. And it's common. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But catch yourself in the act Absolutely. and be like, hey, wake the fuck up, man. Like, you can still go out and do this today. Absolutely. And, don't allow um, yourself deviate off that path oh, too yeah. much for too long. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. And, and, and it's okay if you start to go off a little bit. Bring yourself right back. Yeah. It, it's, it's totally possible. But, yeah, basically the gist of that is get a game plan and start right away. Yeah. Don't, don't wait. Yep. Do not wait. Yeah. Here's the thing. You don't know how much time you have left, and once you've used it, it's gone. You don't get any of it back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely none of it. And that, and then so that goes into the fifth thing, and this is the last of the five things that I have. Control what you can control after after you've started. Yeah. And you're in the act. Control what you can control, mm-hmm. and take it one step at a time. Yep. What I mean by this is. When I say control what you can control, mm-hmm. some people will say, I want to lose a pound in a week. Mm-hmm. Do you really have control over that? Yeah. At some point, that is just your own body reacting yeah. to stuff like that. Here's the thing. Sometimes when people lose, try and lose weight, they actually gain weight at first, mm-hmm. and it's their body holding on to water yeah. to try and preserve some of like Their body's just not used to stuff like that, and they'll gain weight. They'll just be like, well, I had a goal that I was going to lose a pound this week and I and I, I gained yeah. two. Yeah. So it didn't work. That's something yeah. that you don't have control over. It's it's some it should be a tangible act that you can act on every single day. If you yep. have a, if you have a business, 30 POCs, points of contact, you can do that. Yeah. Email, phone call, face to face. If you can wake up every day and say something to 30 people, that's something that you have control over. Yep. You shouldn't wake up in the morning and be like, I'm going to make $10,000 today because in yeah. a sense you really don't have control over that. Yeah. You just have control over the things that you can do 
that can lead to those results. And I agree. I think that's huge. And I mean, there is there is two things that in my life I tend to try to have maximum control over, which you can. Um, it's your time and it's the way you think. And I think those are two big things that if you if you are able to um, master, um, you can you can have a lot more success in the areas of your life that you want to you know um, succeed in. Yeah. So like for me, you know, controlling my time is saying, all right, I'm not going to put time towards that. I'm going to put time towards this because it's more important. And then controlling my thought process, it's those negative thoughts that you have in the day. You try to try to expel those from your mind and try to really think positive about the things that are going on. You know, it's like you wake up, it's rainy out, and your goal is um, to run a mile a day outside. And it's like, oh, it's raining out. This sucks. It's be like, oh, it's raining out. You know, I haven't ran in the rain before. Like, yeah. Let's let's go out and hit. It. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like Derek was saying, you got to be able to control these values in your life that you can. You know, you can't control if you run out and you slip and hit your knee and fall. Let me like, let, it, me, let me put it like these. Let me put it like this. These should not be goals. Mm-hmm. They should be things that can help you achieve those goals. So for example, I. Right now, I do Andy Frisella's win the day, five things that you can do every single day to better yourself. And yeah. these should be things that stretch you too. These shouldn't be stuff like drink four cups of water a day, brush your teeth, stuff like that. No, yeah. it should be something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. So right now, at my job, 30 phone calls a day. Mm-hmm. You know, I've made it, I'm making it a point where I need to make 30 calls a day. And I'm gonna be honest, that stretches me a little bit. Because yeah. I talk. Especially on the digital side of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The second one, you know, some of the businesses that I do outside of work have two, and I, and I call it C-list conversations a day. I have an A, B, C-list, and A-list is, is a great friend, somebody you know, family, super close friend. B is somebody that you do know, but you're not super mutual. C, stranger. Yeah. Absolute stranger. So for my second one is have two C-list conversations a day. And I'm saying conversations, not, yep. hey, how you doing? Hope you have a nice day. Like, no, like I'm gonna try and be there and I'm gonna try and have at least a 30 second conversation with yep. you. That's why the hardest one, because yep. those are face-to-face. Well, Andy Fisella does that in his, um, his Live Hard program, right? No, he talks about like how once you get to phase three of the Live Hard program, you're gonna add um, having like three meaningful conversations with strangers. Yeah. And that guy, yeah, that's, that's something that's hard. off too, man. That is hard. I, I tried doing it for a week and you know, I, I went up to a guy and he was like, and he was like, what? And I was like, I was like, hey man, I was just, you know, asking, I was gonna see how your day was and you know, just like what what brought some, you what brought you here to this uh, to this people, line? Some people are interesting. Some people you can catch them off guard. You can, and, and he was he was a little rude about it. But I mean, at the same time, it's like it's like they're not expecting that. But then at the same time, you can have really good conversations with people as you well. You just don't know. Um, you just don't know. And I I'll put it to a perfect example um, of what you're saying. We have a close friend Varun, um, who I'll have on this podcast too. He's such an interesting kid. Um, he was down in Austin for the summer. And he moved into his like new apartment over the summer and he walked down to his local gas station and um, he's like, no one was at the desk when he walked in. So he's like waiting there for a second. And then eventually the guy came out and they were having a conversation. And it turns out that guy was the owner of about 60 gas stations down there. It was like worth <laughs> over like $75 million. And um, him and Varun hit it off and they ended up kind of going out to dinner one night and grabbing drinks. And the next thing you know, um, because Varun is doing all this other finance stuff. He was able to end up doing work for the guy. Um, and now he has that connection. Um, and it's just something like, hey, if, if he didn't go in there and he wasn't charismatic and bold enough to talk to someone, 
Um, he, he never would have came out and he never would have had that connection. Network. Um, so that's it's the huge. network. It's just a perfect it's example huge. of, of and what you can control, right? And like you I said, you sh- it's not something like I'm going to go out and I'm going to get uh, two phone numbers a day or I'm going to make two new friends. It's like I want to have two conversations because that's something I have control over. The third one, exercise. Just exercise. There's no, there's, I don't put a time on it. I'm just saying, I just need to do something fitness related today. I stick usually to weightlifting and I'll go on a run or I'll do yoga afterwards to keep my body flexible. Yeah. But just exercise. From there, I'll listen to a motivational podcast. Love just it. one. Doesn't have to be a podcast, can be 15 minutes, it can be an hour. Yeah. To or it can be I've seen the Joe Rogan podcast, it was four hours. And I love I love that you listen to a motivational one. I think that's key. I think that's Absolutely. Key. Something propel that your mind gets you in a good mindset. Like yep. grow your mind. And then the last one is read for 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Set a timer. You don't have to hit a certain amount, just read. And all five of those things, yep, I can control. I have the ability to do all five of those things. And right now in my current life, those are the only five things on my day-to-day schedule that I that I make sure I do. And that's winning or losing the day. If I don't do one of those five things, I lost the day. But but I'll say this much. You know, you could say that's a goal. If you don't hit your goal, or you're not you might not always hit your goals. But as long as you're in pursuit, you're gonna get a little bit closer. Yeah. So for example, if yeah. I didn't do one of those things, but I did the other four, mm-hmm. and I quote unquote lost the day, I'm still better off yeah. had I not done any of them. Dude, your failures are your successes. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely, and then that's why I also have the second part of that is take it one step at a time. The reason I say win the day mm-hmm. is because I procrastinate a lot oh yeah a lot i, I do too i was I'm the a type of it too i was the type of guy where if not a victim and i had to do it and i had this one time yeah. where i was in class we had a project that we had three months to do yeah huge project i didn't start working on it until two days before it was due oh i used to do it all the time in my schoolwork and so here's the thing if you say in the next five years i want to be right here well guess what you're not probably going to start that until year four you're going to waste the first Yep. first three years mm-hmm. and then you're going to start doing it that's why you start so now when i say win the day yeah i get 24 hours and it's a restart every day is day one yeah just restart 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 and i it's like call I, dude, I, imagine and, you're and here's the thing, and here's the thing. <laughs> i i don't live in my past or at least i try not to i used to be somebody that would always get hung up on the past mm-hmm. learn from your past yeah i have it written down here learn from the past but do not live in it. If you miss your daily goals today, try them tomorrow. Yep. Try them tomorrow. Understand why did I not hit my goals today? Yeah. Was it just because you know I was doing this when I shouldn't have done that, or this or that? Understand. Yeah. Understand. Well, I think a perfect I think a perfect example of this right is for for the people that are listening right now that you know um, have gamed in the past right. I, I used to game back in high school and play Call of Duty, and one of the biggest things was is that you know. You get killed from a certain angle. Some guy shoots you. You're dead. You get to respawn, right? You respawn, and what are you gonna do the next time? You're yeah. not gonna go that way where the sniper is, right? You're not gonna go right in that sniper's bath and get shot you're not again. You're gonna do the same thing. Exactly. You're gonna learn from that mistake, and the next time you respawn, you're gonna go a different route, and you're gonna try to figure out a way to get that sniper. It, yeah, dude, absolutely. it is. This is the key. We do it in small aspects of our life, but we sometimes cannot do it big picture. So if you're able to realize your failures from yesterday yeah. and 
exactly what Derek was saying. Say, what happened? What did I fail in? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, what did I do well in? Some days you can fail and you can still do well in some aspects. Oh, yeah. But then tomorrow, which is today, is the time when you can figure it out, right? Absolutely. And you got to leave anything that happens in the past. In the Absolutely. past, I think uh, one thing I'll say too is there was an interview with um, Tyson Fury. And some interview asked him, he's like, he's like, which what, what was your favorite um, fight? And he's like, he's like, oh, what fight would you go back to? He's like, I'd go back to none of them. It's in the past. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's what happened. You know, even if it was one of my world titles, I wouldn't go back to it. Yeah. He's like, that is in the past. I am right now in the present, and I have to live just, in the present. Just keep going. Yeah. And, and I'll say this: when it comes to like my win the day, if I lose the day, mm-hmm. say it's day seven of I started to keep a track of winning the day. Day seven comes around. I lose day seven, you know, it's easy to get discouraged. Keep track of that kind of stuff because I can look yeah. back and just be like, well, I won the last six days, so I won the week. Yeah. I won the week. And if you win enough weeks, you win a month, same thing with months, you win the year, you win the year, you're a whole new person. 100%. You don't have to be perfect every single day. Yeah. If you wanted to get 1% better in a year, you know, if you say, say I'm going to get 1% better every single day, you only, out of a whole year, a, hunt, a whole uh, 365, in order for you to get 1% better in a year, mm-hmm. you only need to win 183 days. Yeah, that's it. 183 days and you are 1% better this year than you were last year. Exactly. People, a lot of people get it twisted. A lot of people say, I need to do... I need to do 30 things in a day and I need to do it for this, 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 this. The more you have on the plate, mm-hmm. the less you're going to be able to accomplish. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get discouraged. Little stuff. Five things. That's all I did. Five things. But all five of those things I know line up with my goals. Yep. All five of them. Mm-hmm. And just keep it down. I love that. And just keep it down to that. And and I, I think, that. and I'll, I'll, I'll rerun through those just real quick. Yeah. Just each spot. But I'll say this. It's never too late. Yep. It's never too early. If you are alive and you are breathing and you are able, what you, do you, can, you can do it at any yeah. time. Yeah, you have. You can do it at any time. Yeah. I mean, I it always annoys me when people will be like in their thirties and I'd be like, "Oh, this is my life. I did this, this, this." Yeah. I'm just like, bro. I, I always love to say if you live to 100 because easy math and I mm-hmm. am kind of stupid. Yeah. But um, yeah. if you, you're you 30 years old and you're just like, yeah. man, I, I dug this hole. I'm like this. My life is over. I'm too old. You yeah. have 70 years left. Yeah. You can change your life in one. Well, I'll put it, I'll put it like this, right? There's a there's a common saying out there. Um, I did a I did a TikTok on this the other week. By the way, guys, you can check out my TikTok. It has a lot of um, similar content to what we do on the podcast motivational stuff, life hacks, similar things. But I was talking about this um, statistic and it's like, you're 22 years old. Yeah. And the average life expectancy in the United States is 82 years old. That means you have 60 years left on this planet, right? But then if you do the math, you sleep about one third of your life. So really you got 40 years Mm -hmm. of waking time where you can do whatever you want on this planet. And if you put it in perspective, then too, you're 22, you've probably only really gone through like, oh man, like seven to 10 of those years. So if you're 30, if you're 40 and you're making excuses for yourself, it's ridiculous. 
because you still have a lot of time, guys. For example, someone that we uh, take a lot of inspiration from is Grant Cardone. He didn't even make his first a million dollars, I think, until he was in his 40s. And now he's just in his early 60s, about a decade and a half later, and he's worth over $500 million. Or actually, I think he's, over, I think he's worth over a billion now. And that is something that people underestimate is that, you know, you, got, you put a lot of pressure on yourself at a young age to do a lot, but it takes a lot in order to become those massive high expectations that you have for yourself. So you got to realize that, you know, it's going to take time. And if you're, if you're starting to count up the, the years, you still have time, but you have to start doing things more consistently. And I think that's something that we've been kind of talking about the whole entire podcast is consistency. Um, yeah, but be consistent in these steps, you know? Well, it's like, uh, I mean, Jeff Bezos started Amazon at 30. Mm-hmm. Look at him now. You know, rich, rich, yeah. richest man in the world. Warren Buffett mm-hmm. didn't become a billionaire. I think it was until, it was either millionaire or billionaire until his 50s. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got time. Yeah. As long as you are still, bre- and I'll say this too, you're also not too young yep i i've seen it before i have a friend 19 years old just started his own business yeah when i was 19 years old i couldn't do basic things in life oh but yeah that's the but that's the thing it's yeah. just whatever you want you don't have to follow the norm you don't have to follow the masses you don't do what you want do what you want i've said this before there's a million and one different ways to make money in the United States, and I know we're starting to talk about fitness, but I'm just kind of talking about life in general now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're the best at whatever it is you're doing, you're going to make good money. Yeah. You're going to do anything like that. If you're 19, and honestly, you know, if you start at a young age, yeah, you can be one of those people that is considered, you know, that overnight freak success, mm-hmm. something like that. Say it's bodybuilding, be 25 years old, and you're just built like a brick shit house yeah <laughs> just huge yeah but you started when you were like 17 years old you yeah. started when you were 16 yeah you've been working out for eight plus years yeah. something like that depending on whatever age you're at or spot you're at so you're never too old yeah and you're never too young so what do you want to what do you want to leave the audience with today what's the biggest piece of advice that you would shoot off into the universe into that big cloud space I'll just reiterate the five things that I said. One, yeah. figure out where you are in life. Okay. Two, discover what you want and why you want it. Three, understand your expectations. Four, get a game plan. Start it right away. And five, control what you can control and take it one step at a time. Guys, you got to be mentally strong. You got whatever it is, you got to be physically strong, but you really got to be mentally strong. People are going to come at you, especially the people closest to you, because they're going to see you doing something that they're not doing and they're not going to like it. But I tell you what, winning is more fun than fun is fun. (laughs) I love it. I love it, guys. Well, we'll leave it at that. Be the best in what you do. Get after it. Be that beast that everyone knows you can become. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, guys, thanks, Derek, for coming on. I yeah. really appreciate it. It was, it was awesome pleasure. having you. Enjoy and it. thank you. We will see you guys on the next episode of the New Life Podcast. Thanks for listening.